What's up, CBG Tribe? It's Justin, your host, here again for another episode of CBG Radio. We're excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for listening. We have one thing going on right now on our CBG Facebook page, and there's a lot of free content, including our free macro cheat sheet. If you want this free macro cheat sheet, that essentially tells you how to portion out different foods so you don't have to calculate your macros perfectly, then you can find our Facebook page and join it. And the way to do that is to go over to www.facebook.com slash groups slash CBG Nutrition Tribe. So head over that way. There's a big community on there that loves to talk about recipes, some people, their struggles, their successes, and it's a really great group. So we hope you join. Today, we have a really good podcast, and it's just going to be me today talking to you guys about the 10 worst diets to best diets rank. So I'm essentially going to go through 10 diets, starting from the worst all the way to the absolute best that I have found through observable results with clients and the overall nutrition weight loss community. I want to start with number 10, the worst diet, and then we'll go through. The absolute worst diet is the standard American diet, also known as SAD. The standard American diet came out of essentially an optimization problem. So the standard American diet involves high-calorie foods, fast food, all these different things, and people eat whenever they want, whenever they're hungry. It doesn't have really any structure to it and has the ultimate amount of flexibility. The standard American diet has led to obesity and, yeah, essentially being ranked the number 10 or worst diet on my list. It's a killing machine. On to number nine, a cleanse diet. So a cleanse diet, I guess, is sort of defined as this typical detox diet, involves a period of fasting, followed by strict diet of fruits, vegetables, juices, water, could include herbs and teas and colon cleanses or enemas, all this stuff, right? So it does have a benefit. It's getting people to eat fruits and vegetables uh, in, in juice form that provides potentially a lot of fiber. A lot of people don't get enough fiber, right? And it also can be good because it has a limited time and effort associated with it, right? You're basically making the same thing, so it, it, there's less thinking involved. You don't have to really even try to be able to follow a diet like this. A lot of downsides, though, which is why it's ranked number nine. So it's one of the most restrictive, right? There are like a set number of things. You can eat, there's not a lot of protein involved, Uh a lot of other macronutrients as well as micronutrient density is missing because it's so restrictive. It lacks scientific support. So the idea of going through a week or two week cleanse and being able to come out of that more healthy is the science just isn't out there. The third worst diet, number eight on our list is the keto diet. The keto diet is a diet essentially following the macronutrient distribution of around 75 to 80% fat, 20% protein, and 5% carbohydrates, okay? So it's a low-carb, high-fat diet, lowers blood sugar, insulin levels, shifts the body's metabolism away from using carbohydrates or a mixture of a variety of substrates to only using fat and basically utilizing ketones. That's why it's called the ketogenic diet from those fats, right? So... The first thing that really comes to mind in terms of a benefit is that this diet sort of came out of studies around neurological diseases, so it can help people specifically that are having seizures and other neurological symptoms. I would say that's probably (laughs) the only benefit of it. It has a lot of restrictions. 
in terms of carbohydrate count. You can't also go over the protein count or you could be kicked out of ketosis. In terms of blue zones, so blue zones are areas around the world where people tend to live the longest and their diets have been studied. And it's been shown that actually in some blue zones that it's the exact opposite of that of the keto diet. Number seven here is the carnivore diet. Basically going carnivore is eating a lot of meat, animal products, excludes all other food sources such as grains, legumes, nuts, veggies, fruits, and it pretty much lowers the carb count down to zero, similar to that of the keto diet. Its benefits is that it's really high in protein, which is great. It doesn't tell you how much, also making it not flexible, and it's still missing out on a variety of micronutrients and vitamins. Vegan. Vegan is plant-based foods only, so it's not that you cannot be a vegetarian or a vegan and have success. A lot of people have had success. It is restrictive in the fact you cannot have animal products. It's more flexible than some of the other diets that we mentioned, which is great. The downside really is that it's missing out on key vitamins and micronutrients. It's not that you can't get them with this diet. You just have to be very well educated. And my recommendation would be to work with a coach if you're looking to make the transition. So it's missing out on micronutrients such as iron and B12. The next diet is Whole30 slash Paleo. And I grouped these together because they're not mutually exclusive, but they're fairly similar, right? So the Whole30 is in the name, right? It says Whole30. So it only wants you to follow the diet for 30 days. I, I laugh when I see this name and then people are like, I'm doing Whole30. And it's like, so you're planning to follow for 30 days, right? They're like, no. I'm like, what do you mean? It's in the name. Like it's only designed to be followed for 30 days, right? It is restrictive in the fact that you have to eliminate sugar, alcohol, grains, legumes, soy, and dairy, which is not necessary for most people. Some of those things could be implemented in the diet in moderation. It does have a fairly good balance of macros, vitamins, minerals, micronutrients, right? But it's still an elimination diet. There are a lot of things that are eliminated from it. Number four is intermittent fasting. So here's what's cool about intermittent fasting. It's fairly flexible in terms of the food composition. Intermittent fasting doesn't work that way. Intermittent fasting is restrictive, not in food composition, but in the time essentially that you can eat. Number three, the Mediterranean diet. It's basically a daily consumption of vegetables, fruits, whole grains, healthy fats, with a weekly intake of fish, poultry, beans, and eggs, moderate portions of dairy products, limited intake of red meat. So you could see that it's not eliminate all this stuff, right? It's more of a moderation-based approach and get in plenty of this stuff also. The second best diet is macros or intuitive eating. Okay, so macros is essentially a system or intuitive eating where you learn how to eat different portion sizes and things. Both of these are really, they're not really diets. They're more skills, in my opinion, to reach some of the goals and then be able to subconsciously use those skills to sustain your weight loss or potentially even reach other goals, okay? There is a certain set amount of food moderation based on the calorie requirements that you need to reach your goals. This is a flexible diet because there are a wide variety of food options, both are developed for people to last long term. I think it can be a challenge for some people to track 
for so long. So that's why I said that these are skills. And once you build these skills, you need to find a sustainable approach beyond this. But it will allow you to have all of the food that the world offers. The last approach here is a customized approach with working with a coach. There are a lot of different ways to customize diets based on, you know, preferences and other things. And, you know, some people, for example, the fifth ranked diet here was veganism. And a coach can customize a vegan-based diet for you that hits all of those micronutrient requirements and things you need to sustain long-term. Maybe some people will say the downside is that it costs money and that it can be expensive. But look, if a coach helps you lose 20 pounds and you keep it off, that could be putting five years on your life. How much money do you make in five years? A lot more than you're paying a nutrition coach to work with you for six, seven, eight months. So, yeah, guys. So, that's the podcast, The 10 Worst Diets. Look, don't come at me talking about, oh, you flipped up number four and five. You know, it should be vegans better than intermittent fasting. Look, look, look. I've made it pretty clear here what I think the most sustainable diets are. All these diets can potentially be sustainable for people, probably besides the sad and cleanse. Like even if you wanted to, you know, follow keto, I know people that have done it and they're sustainable with it and have great success with it. Just know that you're going to have to make some sacrifices on flexibility to do so. So that's the podcast today, guys. This is essentially going to be the shorter version of the podcast, our micro podcast. If you want the full episode, it comes out on Thursday. So look, give it a listen, give it a like, subscribe. We love to hear from you guys. And yep, we'll talk to you soon. Peace.